Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Good morning, listeners, or if it's the afternoon, or if it's nighttime, or whatever time of the day that you'd like to listen to this podcast. As my wonderful intro uh, voiceover guy suggested, my name is Lee, and I always appreciate everyone who comes and joins me for another lovely session. Uh, This is up to episode 17, which, holy shit, I look, for anyone who's new, just joining, um, this, I started doing this in June, and now we're up to episode 17, and... Look, time flies when you're having fun and when you're in lockdown. I'm Victoria. It's Our lovely state is constantly in lockdown. But um, good news is uh, we finally got, uh, when we're out of lockdown, which as I'm recording this, as there is release date, it's still a month away until I can go to the movies and do things. So unfortunately, I do believe I will miss Shang-Chi. Uh, however... Um, I do believe our lovely uh, premiere um, of our state is a Spider-Man fan because we do get out in October and hopefully the cinemas will open, which means right and prime for Spider-Man No Way Home. Thank you, our premiere. Slight clap. Um, Which is... Uh, look fantastic because as we get closer to the date of Spider-Man No Way Home, the rumors, everything is circular around, circling around, and it's get increasing, getting more and more intense and more and more leaks. And I'm gonna cry because I'm like, just tell me, ah, uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the damn movie? Actually, no, don't tell me, no, tell me, no, don't tell me, don't tell me, tell me, mm, nope. Don't want to. I've actually struggled this with every day. I was talking to uh, some of my friends, Mark and Dean, and we were literally debating the whole thing where we we're like, yep, tell us. Nope, don't tell us. Yep, tell us. Nope. Like, it's just constantly like, we want to know, but we don't want to know at the same time. It's like, I want to be surprised, but I don't want to be disappointed. Um, it's funny how different when you go into these movies now compared to uh, back in the day when... Uh, obviously, there was less spoilers and everything, um, so you would see a movie and be completely, wow, I didn't see that coming. And now you're like, I knew that was coming. Or, or which unfortunately, some um, some movie companies uh, spoil all the good parts in the trailer, so you're left with the absolute garbage that's left over. You're like, oh, that was seen in the movie, that was seen in the movie, or that was seen in the movie. Um, or, or you have Warner Brothers who go, here's all these scenes in the trailer. All these scenes are not in the movie. All these scenes will not make sense and go in different order. They will also, um, release a trailer two months or a month later that will be completely different vibe and diff- completely different dialogue, almost. I'm talking about Suicide Squad, the first one. Uh, honestly, if you do have two seconds, go back and watch the first trailer get released. Um, I think it was nearly a year that we got the first trailer for it. Watch that, and then watch the last trailer before the movie got released. It is nearly completely... You, you can tell that something, the mood had changed, or 
going into this had changed. And Warner Brothers got their meaty little, you know, their grubby hands all over it and ruined it. Um, I, for one, do want to see the director's cut, David Ayer's cut of that particular movie. And look, I, it's, well, as you would have known, I don't particularly like that film. However, I'm all up for director's cuts, depending, uh, unless you look at Blade, which I think there's, there is a director's cut, but I think there's about five different versions of that film. Um, no joke, look it up. There's like five different versions, all with different endings, and it all plays with the fact whether or not um, Harrison Ford character was a replicant. My theory, he was a replicant, and he'll never know. Um, well, I mean, just let me be alone, not including the sequel. And if you haven't gone and see Blade Runner, that is a disgrace, and you need to go watch it. It is a fantastic movie, which I will review and watch it soon, and, give you, and I will do it for an episode. It's, his, it's a sci-fi person's dream. It is a fantastic movie. And look at that. I've got a lovely tangent going from all these different movies. She was supposed to go to Blade Runner. Um, but anyway, welcome, 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 welcome. So in this particular one, I sat down. So we're going to go through all the news, obviously, and my review for What If, and, and any, uh, obviously, gaming news. And I did. I finally got to watch the new Mortal Kombat a movie, uh, which came out this year, and <laughs> fantastic. Um, but oh, enough of that. Let me get let me uh, get through all the little tidbits. So uh, first things first, before I get into my reviews. Um, so the little thing that's got the Marvel or sorry, superhero genre, uh, superhero fanatics up in arms, which honestly I'm going to tell you is absolute bullshit. You know. It's like, look, why? Like, I honestly think it's just clickbait, um, which means you only did this because you want to spark attention to your new movie. So the new June, Dune, June, depending on how, or what, you know, culture, or, you know, language, June, Dune director recently had an interview, and the interviewer like, uh, asked him, like, well, you know, what are your take on the Marvel movies? And he's slandered. He, you know, he's like, there's nothing to him really. They're just copy and paste again and again. Um, which obviously, you know, this got posted online, and obviously anything goes online, spread like wildfire, spread further than COVID. Because <laughs> um, a little tidbit is the fact that uh, there is more people on Facebook than any other country than any country at all. Like their numbers, are, you know, all together. Um, completely spread, and there's been, you know, the multiple directors have come forward and say that this is full of shit. Um, the director of Doctor Strange, one, he came forward, and as well as James Gunn came forward and retweeted this, and it's just, the, the stupid thing is, like, like, this is where my, you know, this is where my passion lies. Like, Marvel movies, there is a formula, I will admit that. There's a formula to making these movies, but they're not copy and paste. You can't sit there and tell me, oh, Doctor Strange, it's just like Black Panther. Oh, look, Doctor Strange, just like Spider-Man. Oh, look, Doctor Strange is just like um, Iron Man. Or Thor is just like Guardians of the Galaxy. Or Thor is just like uh, Black Widow, 100%. And, you know, if you... 
Honestly, I think he's post, he's just said all this to get clickbait for his new movie. The bullshit thing is the fact he's got the gore to say this and the fact that you're directing Dune. Dune. Oh shit, I can't get that right. <laughs> uh, his name's uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Nope. Nope, nope. Let's just call him Dennis. The Marvel Menace. And he's gone on and he's... Dune's a remake. Dude, you're directing a remake. Talk about copy and paste. Like, literally, copy and paste is a remake, 100%. Um, Control C, Control V. So he sparked this. The whole uh, whole community's got up in arms. Um, Some of the memes that I've seen from this have been hilarious. It's like, dude, you're making a remake. Or like, that's absolute bullshit, which it is. Um, and honestly, I just think it's clickbait for his new movie, which is going to make, you know, it's not even a good kind of clickbait. Like people, you know, this, depending on the type of how passionate you are, people might not even go see the new movie because you said this. In saying that all the reviews for, uh, Dune so far, or Dune, shit, let's just call it the D movie. Uh, the D movie, <laughs> um, the fact is the fact all the reviews are coming out very positive. I was almost tempted to go see it when I'm in lockdown. However, uh, you know, depending on, you know, if you really want to alienate people, this is a good way to do it. Like, dude, you've done a remake. You haven't, the movie you're promoting is not originality. You know, it's, you know, it'd be different if you're making a movie that, you know, it wasn't a remake or wasn't off anything but the fact that you're doing a remake and you say it's copy and paste for marvel like hmm well here's one thing marvel will make more money in your entire lifetime um and every single director that has done a marvel movie so far would agree that it's not copy and paste and it's a good way to be a, a dumb f-u-c-k to say comments like that um because it's just yeah it's just the whole point of him saying it is just silly and, you know, it's very interesting to see. It's when, is it, was it, when you're at the top is when you have your most critics. At the bottom, not so much. But, uh, so that came out. Uh, that, was in, that, was, uh, that, was, that was a good laugh. Um, <laughs> um, in other news, uh, I did find out the fact that the next James Bond movie... Uh, uh, with Daniel Craig will actually be his last one um, in question because uh, he did a fi- farewell speech that was recorded, and it's kind of sad. Like he, you know, he's actually he looks like he's about to crack and cry. Um, yeah, so no, uh, no time to die will be his last uh, last go. And honestly, like say what you will about Daniel Craig's tenure as James Bond. There have been hits and misses. Um, however, if you go back to the, the first one, Casino Royale, that's a fantastic spy James Bond film. Like that was the perfect kind of movie to reignite uh, fans into this into this franchise after Pierce Brosnan. Similar, similar like how I put it in the same kind of vein um, as Batman Begins. Like they. The last movie was too corny. It was too on the nose, so they had to strip everything back, and they had to 
um, make it more real, more grounded, and you know, increase that action. And if you look, both films both succeeded because they did that because they moved themselves so far away from the last movie. Um, so yeah, so that would be Daniel Craig's last uh, last go around. So the question on everybody's minds after this movie comes out is who is going to be the next James Bond? Um, there's always been flying around who's who. Um, my hand up is Tom Hiddleston. I think he'd be a fantastic James Bond. Um, that's my that's my uh, my candidate. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot going around with you know will. Will it be a female James Bond or will it be a man of color? Like, it's just, I think whatever they're going to do, you know, whatever they're going to do is they're going to make sure the fact that they strip it back and build on the character once again. Like, you've got to move away from the last iteration of the character in film, I do believe, if you're trying to, you're trying to make something new. Because the fact that if you just, you know, copy and, copy and paste... It's just, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't usually bode well. Or the fact that it's just mumbled and jumbled, like, <clears throat> Terminator franchise, Terminator, Terminator, you'll see what I mean. Uh, and if anyone fans of that, you will completely understand what I mean by Terminator. Uh, which, look, it's, you know, this movie has actually been pushed back, I, I think, four or five times. It was meant to come out a year ago. Um, so it's very sad to see that this is his last go-around. Um and yeah, I hope that I will be able to go see it because I have enjoyed Daniel Craig. Um, I think probably, yeah, Casino Royale is, out of all of them, top tier James Bond. Uh, in other news as well... Oh, sorry, I really want to go back. So last week uh, I was talking about The Room. Uh, my apologies, i got to put, make a retraction. So the disaster asked... Disaster Artist, the book um, which was made about The Room as well as um, about... Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> that James Franco starred in. Sorry, it wasn't actually Tommy Wiseau that uh, wrote that. It was the his co-star, the guy who played uh, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, he actually wrote the book, and that's it based off. So I, I after about... Two days later, one of my mates was like, you know, he didn't write the book. I'm like, oh, so he did. I can't read. <laughs> uh, so that's a little traction I want to go back to. Um, but yeah, he wrote the book. Please, please tell me if you've anyone who's listening, if you've watched The Room, I would love to get your thoughts on it. It is, is mind-boggling. Like there is, trust me, if you haven't, go back. Watch, uh, go back and listen to my podcast episode, All God the Room, and go watch it. Please comment or message me and let me know what your thoughts are. I would love to get everyone's feedback on it. Um, and in other news, keep going, let's keep moving forward, is the fact that, um, so this is, uh, yeah, yeah, this, yeah, sorry. So this is still on. Movie news, video news and video game, video game news, a little bit of both. Um, so what's going to be really cool is that we're going to announce in the past uh, week and a bit is they're going to make a Twisted Metal live-action TV series. And Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie is going to be starring in it. I am... This is... 
If this is done right, this is going to be going under Sony Pictures. So obviously it's going to be handled very delicately, thank God. Same with how they how they make it a Last of Us uh, TV show, which is apparently costing ridiculous amount to make each episode with the Mandalorian star uh, starring in it. Uh, but yeah, they're making a Twisted Mel franchise, Twisted Mel TV series. I'm take my money, hundred percent. Uh, for those who don't know Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal is actually the longest, uh, sorry, the longest franchise, ongoing franchise that Sony has. It was originally a PlayStation 1 game, and it was an awesome game. So basically, uh, you're in cars, you're trying to kill each other, deathmatch, but there'd be all these crazy weapons, crazy characters, um, you know, destruction derby on a massive scale. And it's, it's it was so much fun. PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, Twisted Metal Black, which you can still get on the PSN store. So much fun! Like just the absurdity and the crazy of each character of it, um, as well as the last Twisted Metal that came out on PlayStation Three. Uh, that uh, I really I really hope they make a new one because um, it's it's an awesome franchise. I feel like it's been laying dormant for too long. Like They need to go back to that well again. Uh, but yeah, the, the Twisted Metal, last Twisted Metal that came out on PlayStation 3, like the whole storyline is dark as fuck. Like, honestly, it's full of all these characters that have had, like, going to a mental institute or, like, going on a killing spree, like, they're murderers. So the whole premise is the fact that all these murderers and everything have to go into a death match and get on all these cars and try and kill each other. Really awesome. Go check it out. It's one of those childhood PlayStation games that... And it's funny, it's weapons. You could destroy the world and destroy the inter- environment world. It was a lot of fun. But, yeah, so they've announced that. So that's going to be really cool. I can't wait until that comes out. Uh, and also in little news, so this is double, this is double, double, double. So, uh, Andy Serkis, who's directed the new vitamin, vitamin, vitamins, you need to get your vitamins straight up. Uh, make sure you have your vitamins and minerals and everything else you need. Sorry, Venom, uh, Venom 2 director, let there be carnage. Is only going to be 90 minutes long. They confirmed the runtime because apparently Andy Serkis wants to hit this ball running. So basically, action, action, go, 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 go. So that's going to be interesting. Um, however, in an interview, he, he said the fact that apparently both Venom and Spider-Man will meet at some point. Um, but apparently, but from his conversation, he's like, they will meet eventually. However, they want to do more stories until then because he feels like, yeah, if you pull the trump card, you're you're leaving too much on the table. However, I'm like, uh, no. And he did say, you know, if the fans really want it, who says no to Tom Hardy versus Tom Holland? Like, who honestly saying no? Who's going? Oh no, let's make sure Sony doesn't cross over with the MCU. No one around the. Freaking mind says no because we all want to see this. You know, Tom Hardy is great. He's a great actor. He's fantastic as Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, um, as well as he's good in Inception, as well as he's uh, he's. Do you believe it's the Fighter? I think that's the one he's in. He's he's great in that as well. Um, he's a top tier actor, and uh, yeah, him to go against Tom Holland, 
the way, you know, the size of Venom as well. Take my effing money. Um, but apparently he did say that they will eventually meet. Also, uh, a photo of Tom Hardy uh, is circulating online um, uh, that was recently taken. It's just a photo of him. You wouldn't think much of it. However, you zoom in, he's wearing a cap. And on that cap, it says Spider-Man No Way Home, which is uh, a cap they gave out the production team. So this is what I meant earlier. As I said, this just grows a speculation. This gro- like, like, you know, is it just a fluke? Or, you know, do you forget to take the hat off? Like, is he going to be in No Way Home? Um, this is what stuff excites me. This is what um, makes me go, oh, come on, really, is it? Isn't it? Um, unfortunately, actually, now I think of it, I probably won't be able to go see Venom 2 either. And apparently, rumors going around that whatever is in the aftercredits is fantastic. <sighs> Have I ever mentioned how much I hate lockdown? I've probably been doing a few episodes of this, and I actually absolutely hate it. You know, it's it's the latter half of the year, and all the these good movies are coming out, and I want to scream. <laughs> Um, this is times like this. I do wish they would do the dual release um, and go to streaming service as well, but they won't do that, obviously. Um, however, but yeah, so, so that got, that photo is looking around, which has just caused more speculation. So it's all going to be very interesting how it's all going to play out. And trust me, I'm going to make sure with me and the boys and get front row seats because I'm I'm the movie guy. I'm the one who gets the tickets because I don't trust any other MF um, because the fact that I like I don't like waiting. Honestly, I'm late to everything trying to fix that. However, movie tickets, I'm on it. I'm on it like ants to a picnic or free slabs at Dan Murphy's. For people who don't know, Dan Murphy's is if you're international, it's a bolo. Uh, not bolo. It's a bowl shop, <laughs> um, and it's it's one of the very few things that has remained open during lockdown and has caused uh, has become quite comfort. And I enjoy seeing Uncle Dan movies a lot. Um, but yeah, like you know, I'm going to make sure I get these tickets straight away and all on it. Also, because I also want to mention the fact that now. Over the next uh, two months as well, because uh, we don't get out of lockdown properly until November, is the fact that uh, I will, in November, uh, will we bring out the DC episode with uh, Mark and Dean that I have mentioned too. So I'm really hoping to keep uh, ping a time, keep a time with those guys and sit down and do this. It's For those who don't know, this idea that we've had is kind of like been on the back burner, or like on the back burner for the past, like, well, actually, we've been locked down for three months. We had been on the backbone for three months um, to do, and I know Mark's excited. Mark is a big DC fan, and he he's really pumped to do this. So is Dean, and I've yeah, I've been clamoring for him to do it for a while. It's just kind of hard to do in lockdown. So hopefully, we'll bring bring that to you. And also, other news as uh, as well is the fact that. Uh, Please keep an eye on my on whatever platform you do watch or do listen to my podcast because I will be bringing out another uh, musical episode uh, for, for those about to save the world too. If you are interested or if you did like that, please let me know. Uh, I'm going to make another one uh, with a bit more 
uh, or a bit more taste, a bit more variety, if you will. Um, Lured heavier, that I can guarantee you. So I will be bringing out that with tidbits, obviously, what movies, TV shows, and video games are from. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Now, now I've got all the news out of the way. The latest What If episode. Ah, spoilers, 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 spoilers. Look, I'm making sure I'm getting quicker spoilers, and I know people will be like, oh, you didn't see it quick enough. I'm like, look, mate, don't make me come there and crack your neck. As in, like, you know, helpfully crack the neck, not in the point where shut the hell up. Uh, <laughs> um, however, I did have someone say to me the other day, I was like, oh, you spoiled. I'm like, I'm sorry, I will make sure the fact that I say spoilers louder. SP. Oh, spoilers. That's how you spell it, spoilers. <laughs> um, sorry, the last What If episode, episode six, uh, If Killmonger Saved Iron Man. So this particular episode brings us right, 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 right back to the uh, very beginning of the MCU um, in film release. Not in um, not in chronicle order, so we're not going back to um, not going back to Captain Marvel um, or I think maybe I think the Internals was going to be even older. Anyway, actually no, Captain America. Silly me. We're not going back to Captain America. Uh, so this is Killmonger. So uh, Michael B. Jordan came back to play Killmonger, and I, honestly, he awesome actor. Uh, he killed it in Black Panther. He was the perfect villain. And, you know, there's... It's very... Someone with Tom Hilston and obviously Josh Brolin and Stannis, he's top-tier villain. Like, everyone was, you know, after watching that movie, it was clamoring for him to come back and play the character again. Um, and look, you know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, he can't come back because he's dead. I know the fact that... Um, that rules can sometimes not apply. Loki. However... You know, if it stays with one movie that he's in, I think that keeps the integrity, integrity, integrity of his character. And yeah, he's he's honestly he's great in that film. He's a great villain. He was, you know, he was one of those villains where you're like, oh yeah, I know you're the villain. Starts talking. Uh, you've got a point. Yeah, yeah, I'm siding with you. You start siding with the villain because he makes up a good point. Uh, so he came back from this episode. So this particular episode is the fact that um, instead of the bomb going off at Tony and obviously getting the strap on his heart, Killmonger actually steps in. He's in Afghanistan. He stops. Um, he stops it happening. He saves him. He becomes friends with him. Like the whole the whole course of the MCU completely changes with that single scene. Um, obviously with the rest that follows. But over the whole episode, um, Killmonger was great. I do feel like, I don't know if it's Marvel's thing because the fact that Robert Danger didn't come back to do it or you know, because of the fact that Iron Man's a pitiful character. But you know, I think the, the last three episodes... Um, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, bit the dust um, or eat shit. He's died. 
He died in uh, the one where the Avengers all died before the Avengers movie. He died in uh, Zombies. And he dies in this one. So, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if it's just a fluke or anything, but anyway. Um, honestly, I like the episode. It's, it's solid. And, again, what he's talking about, you still, like, I get, I get what you're doing. Um, there's a lot of tidbits. There's a lot of different comments that are made that take part in, like, the first Iron Man, Iron Man 2. And it, I was actually surprised because he also kills, um, through his journey, he kills uh, Rhodey, he kills Black Panther with the same weapon that, um, same weapon Iron Man 1 that paralyzed Iron Man um, that Jeff Bridges uses. So that was really that was really cool. That was a cool. There was a lot of callbacks in this episode, uh, as well as Andy Circus. Again, Andy Circus came back to play Ulysses Claw, um, which again he died. <laughs> um, overall, it was a solid episode. Um, I did. The thing is, I really do hope, which they did release a mid-season trailer for. Um, for the What If series. And you do see a lot of these characters are intertwined or different scenes. So if they, you didn't see the mid-season trailer, it does end it does end a bit, not saying flat, but it's like, oh, like what's like what's gonna happen next? So like if it was only, it's like if it's only one episode, I'd be like, alright, I want more. But the fact that we've seen the mid-season trailer, you know there's gonna be more, so it's gonna be really cool. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. So I don't know if they're doing like, you know, here's seven episodes of seven different universes, or and here's another seven of the sequels, or the fact that here's seven episodes and they're all gonna intertwine, uh, because you do see Evil Doctor Strange come back. So that's gonna be really cool. Like, ah, uh, so last night, last time we saw you, you're in a crystal dome. So how in the Lord are you gonna come back? Uh, however. Uh, so that's going to be really cool. So I'm really excited to see what the next episode is going to be. Um, but please go check this out. In order now for me... Ooh, see, Michael, Boy, Michael B. Jordan kills it. Uh, for me... Doctor Strange 1. This one would have to make it number 2 for me, actually. Number 3 would be when the Avengers die. Number 4 would be zombies. Uh... Number five would be oh yeah. Number five would be um, uh, Star Lord, or as in Star Lord, as in um, T'Challa. And number six would be uh, Captain Carter. Uh, so don't worry, I, don't worry, I understand. I'm not giving Captain Carter much. Actually, other way around. Zombies down. Uh, T'Challa, Star Lord up higher. Uh, the probably the biggest takeaway from this episode that is. Like, I know I'm saying it every single week, and I'm going to maybe tear next time he pops up, but this was the third time uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman played Black Panther, which means we only got one more time of him playing it and playing the character of Black Panther, and that's that's really going to be sad. It's really going to be really hard because the fact that, that that's it, that's his last time, and it's, you know, what... 
you know, what, how is Black Panther 2 going to move forward? And so it's going to be really hard to see um, we have voices that last time, which I really do hope they do acknowledge that, but it might be different because they did acknowledge and said there are IPs in the Star-Lord episode. However, honestly, please go check it out. It's a solid episode. Ending's a little bit ambiguous, and, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this is going to lead to, because you do see um, Shiri and Pepper Potts uh, in a scene together um, in the mid-season trailer, which they join forces at the end to take out uh, Killmonger. But yeah, so that was, yeah, 100%. Go check that out. So, movie review. Movie review. Mortal Kombat Fidelity. Uh, look, I thought, I thought I'd thought i get into this one. I thought I'd, you know, this would be the movie, my movie pick for the week because... Um, so far, everyone who I've spoken to said it was it was all right, and the fact that you know I could actually watch it, most of all. Um, so yeah, so let's let's draw back before I get into the review. So this is obviously made based off the video game Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is a game uh, that first came out in 1992. Uh, so far, like so far since then, there's been a lot of games. It's got multiple different pl- platforms. It's also the most recent release is Mortal Kombat 11, uh, which is came out in 2019. So this is a very long franchise. It's got and it's got a lot of um, pop culture references. So this is Mortal Kombat. It's fires going against each other, and the you hear the the voiceover go like fight. All right, the end be like fatality and obviously deep voice like the halo guy that'd be like slayer um similar thing or team slayer or flag or flag capture whatever it was um so all these fires fight but the fatality you, know, you could do this really cool move that i don't know just be very bit detailed on how you know decapitation or dismemberment or strain the guards get the heart like indiana jones too uh, scene, Kali Ma, um, kind of thing. And obviously, it's grown, it's grown in popularity ever since then. And there's a lot of pop And the music, it, the techno music as well. Um, which, you know, looking back on it, uh, some facts about Mortal Kombat is the fact that the first one was created by four people and it took 10 minutes to make. Uh, the original idea it was meant to be a uh, Claude Van Damme. Uh, game, however, that didn't come to pass, but uh, it got turned into Mortal Kombat. Yet Van Damme's still in the game. He was actually the true inspiration for Johnny Cage, um, as well as it. Uh, even though the fact it took ten, uh, ten months for four people to make the game, it took ten months. It took at least another six months for them to try and figure out. The, oh, sorry, during that six months to figure out the, the name for the game. And the funny thing is. The reason why combat has—I didn't actually know this. The reason why the combat has a K instead of a C is the fact that someone wrote it wrong on the board, and someone's going, "Oh, look at that! Oh, there you go, bingo! Let's call it that." And I was like, "Huh, that seems overly simple." And whoever misspelt that created a franchise name, which is very easily recognized. Um, as well as if you do look, um, if you do look over the series. Uh, the very first game was actually the all the fighting sequences were actually motion capped. I think they still do it now, so, um, but at, you know they all get famous martial arts 
across the time or wrestlers to do all these fighting scenes. So it really seems authentic. Um, so it's not just someone just guessing the moves or drawing the moves. They've done stop motion. You can actually go online and look at, there's a behind the scenes of the very first game. And you can see, you can see how old it is because you can see the stop motion technology, uh, uh, motion picture uh, technology and how they do it. And you're like, whoa, that's old shit. Oh, God. Um, and it's really cool how they did it. And you go back in the game. Like, at least, you know, a lot of people you speak to have played Mortal Kombat. Uh, depending on the age, you might have not got the chance to. Um, but still... So this particular, so that's been going for this entire time. It's a lot of martial arts, and it's just, and as the years have gone through, as the years have gone on, the fatalities have increased. Um, different genre people have, like from different movies, have popped in. Um, like there's been uh, Freddy Krueger, there's been the Terminator, there's been Hellboy, uh, there's been DC characters, there's been. Um, Jason, there's been, oh, who was the most recent one? Oh, uh, Rambo, Rambo's been in as well. And that's how they got a lot of, like, DC, DLC characters are, are fantastic, you know. And just the, you know, just the fact of how they kill everybody is, like, fantastic. Predator's been in as well, and it's just brutal as at fuck when they, when they die. Um, oh, sorry, the fatality. Um, and then obviously you have this giant franchise, this popularity. Obviously, they're going to try and make a movie. So the first movie came out in 1995. Uh, budget, $18 million. Gross, $122 million. The box office, which is <laughs> outstanding. Obviously, you're going to make a sequel. However... The sequel came out in 1997. Look, the fighting and CGI is... And the acting is kind of bad too. Like, go back and it's it's typical low-budget 90s movie and you're like, wow, no wonder I haven't heard of you acting anywhere else or I haven't seen you or anything. Um, so the second one was a commercial massive flop. So its budget was $30 million this time around. And it made $57 million at the box office. And the, you know, these numbers are not including advertisement. So, yeah, it was a big loss. Uh, however, this particular one, uh, this more, new more combat movie, had a budget of 50, $55 million and it made $83 million at the box office. Now, the thing is, I do all the reviews have been positive for it. I think what... The problem with the film, I think what hinder it, it did do the dual release, um, obviously Warner Brothers. Sorry, I need to pick me up. Um, with Warner Brothers. However, um, I, think it's, I think it suffered because of COVID. Uh, you know, the last two years, any box office returns are a little bit questionable and because of, of that, depending on where you are, you know, what lockdown, what's the situation. However, when I say that, Shang-Chi is absolutely ripping through the box office and making so much money. Because I feel we are on the other side of um, COVID. Yeah, we're sort of not. <laughs> um, so 
that was the budget for the film. So this is where the third crack. So nearly 20 years before they decided to make another movie. And I must say, um, I didn't go into this with a lot of expectations, but I was blown away. Honestly, this is a lot. This is a fun movie. Um, the fighting's really good. Um, the fatalities. The, the, there isn't a lot of fatalities. I will admit. Um, I thought there was going to be more, um, but the ones that are are really gory and just what you expected from the Mortal Kombat franchise. And obviously, they do do all those signature lines as well, like fatality or you know, Kano wins. Um, the opening scene's really good. Uh, the fighting and the fighting in general is really positive. CGI is on point. There wasn't a whole lot of scenes where I was like, yeah, it looks like you cheaped out there. From start to finish, CGI is on point. Sub Zero CGI is fantastic. And you're like, I want more of that. That was really cool. Obviously, Sub-Zero being ice powers. So, you know, he's got the same powers as Elsa. Um, pretty much. He's done a Disney princess, yet Elsa could take him on with the ice powers. Uh, <laughs> um, and towards uh, towards the end, there's also... Um, they do, like, the, almost the torment fighting. Everyone goes through a different world to fight. And... The fact that um, those fighting moments are really cool. They're, they still include the music from the video games. It's all like techno, um, techno version like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, whatever you know, techno noises. Um, so that kicks in, and that really sets the scene, which is really cool. Um, and Kano, Kano in it is so funny. Um, he, you know, it just. It's, he's almost the audience, I will admit. Um, he's going through this entire journey with these characters, and he's just funny. Like It's just like, what the F is this, or what's that, or where's my... Like, the funny thing, he's really like... He's the audience, if you were going to be real in this world. And honest, out of the whole movie, he's the MVP. Like, I could not... Every time he spoke, I nearly laughed, and... Um, Honestly, he's one of the reasons why you should go watch it. But yeah, like overall, solid movie. There was, uh, I will admit that um, there was some bits I was like, oh, like as in like, how do we get here really quickly? Um, or the fact like, where's the other characters? That was a good one. I did think it was a lot of fighters as well. I was expecting more fighters than being in the movie. However, uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion on point costume fighting styles fantastic everything point they did not miss a beat with them um from my point of view like i honestly thought they smashed out of the park and there are other characters are very well radiant raiden is on point um i think uh, i think raiden was the character that i play the most because i like his electricity powers um, no, his hubcap of a hat though, but his electricity power is really cool. And yeah, so overall, I don't, overall, I think it's a solid movie. Go check it out. It's, it's right R, so it is obviously going to be gory and obviously it's going to be Mortal Kombat. So they've used that, they've pushed that. Um, and I think it's something really solid to go see. So if you just want a solid action flick, it's really good. Um, 
And I do hope they make a sequel. It does leave it obviously on a cliffhanger that they're going to make a sequel. And so far, I think I do believe they are going to make one. Um, they obviously depend with how COVID is with everything. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of this movie I thought, oh, no, I didn't really like that. Um, overall, I was laughing and I love the fatalities. I thought this movie did very solid with the representation of the game. Um, if I was going to make a sequel, uh, my biggest thing is more fighters and more fatalities. That's probably my, that's probably my two, like, yeah, more fatalities, more fighters. It seemed a bit limited to me, um, given the fact of what kind of roster that they have. However, I do want Scorpio and Sub-Zero to be in the sequel. I want another fight that was awesome, solid, um, but yeah. Go check it out. Uh, let me know what you think. And yeah, there wasn't a whole lot about it I didn't like. Um, so if I compare to The Room, which everything I didn't like, that was a that was probably my solid review that uh, was, this is just a giant pile of shit. Honestly, <laughs> like, honestly, please go watch that movie. Like, anything compared to it is absolutely gold. Um, however, yeah, so Mortal Kombat... Honestly good. I rate it. Go watch it. Put it in my back pocket. And yeah, guys. I That uh, that was my last little tidbit of my movie review. Thank you for joining with me episode. I hope I got a lot of... I hope you guys got a lot from me today. I love a lot of news, tidbits to go check out. And I hope you're excited for um, my... For those about to save the world to uh, musical episode. DC episode with Mark and Dean. Um... As well as, I've still got more, so please go check out my Instagram page if you want some merch, you know, all the fun stuff. And yeah, if you do have any ideas of any movies you want me to review uh, or a discussion, just message me. I will, I will chat for days about this stuff, uh, 100%. Um, I, you know, I'd rather talk about this than work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, thank you for joining with me today. And until next time, which I hope will be out of lockdown, but I won't, I have to leave another month, and I'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting. <laughs>